0: All welcome back everybody to this week's episode of the Taking a Breath podcast. First of all, I'm so pumped for this new format where I don't feel like I have to have a new guest every single Friday. This week, we've already got two episodes coming out, today and uh, Wednesday. And so, um, just excited to be able to kind of have a little bit more flexibility. It also makes me feel like, okay, I can only, you know, I can I can have on the right people at the right time. Uh, today's guest, for example, Matt Mims, so pumped to have him, I've been trying to get him on for like two two uh, months but it uh, it finally worked out to where our schedules were aligned and so so pumped to have him today. The other thing is I have just been um, traveling a good bit I was in LA was in um, San Diego uh, just this past week and so been getting a good amount of time in on that side of things but, Now we're back uh, in Raleigh and excited to be recording today with Matt Mims. Matt is one of my good friends. We met in a a little bit of um, an interesting way. He'll share a little bit more about that story. But um, yeah, a couple of things about Matt. Matt, when he was 18, started his own videography company, Sleek and Simple Films. He's been absolutely crushing it for years. It ended up getting him his full-time job now with Campbell University's wrestling team as their social media manager. He's been crushing it, I've been seeing his content. Um, I'm excited to ask him a couple of questions about that transition, what motivated it, You know, from entrepreneur to kind of full-time videographer and social media manager. So super excited for for diving into that conversation. Then the other thing is on the side, while he was doing those things, he's launched a a moving company called Merit Moving, doing residential moves, some smaller commercial moves, including ours for Amped. Um, That's my full-time role amp tryampcom if you haven't already seen the site if you're in e-commerce uh, just quick plug there um, but yeah Triampamped.com. ampedcom um, and so yeah he did our move for that he's just been absolutely crushing it he's got 17 team members now um, from you know his like assistant director all the way down to people who are full-time or part-time movers for him and just absolutely crushing it on the tag team side so Matt first of all so pumped to have you today thank you you for being here. Uh, let's jump in. Would you share a little bit more of your story/slash um story of how we met and then we're gonna dive in?
1: Yeah um first off thank you for having me man of course buddy. I really appreciate it um Parker is my guy everybody and I just have to let let everybody know this is one of the coolest guys I met, and I really, I really thank God for for our paths crossing, because this this man's cr- truly incredible. But um, yeah, we met through craziest thing we met <laughs> through Facebook Marketplace when I was I've always been I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. So one thing I would do on the side every now and then was like uh, sell things or flip items. And I got my hands on a camera that I didn't need. And so I just decided to sell it on Facebook Marketplace. And um, one of the people that came across the advertisement or my my Facebook Marketplace post was Parker. And um, he messaged me. um, I think you might have checked out my Facebook profile through my post. And then you saw that I was a videographer. So you were asking me questions about that. And you were saying like if I bought the camera, would you be able to um show me like how to how to how to use it, like show me some techniques, filming techniques, all that good stuff? Yeah. Um, and you were saying like I'll pay you, like how like pay for lessons and everything. Yeah. And so that that's kind of how it all started.
0: There's so much opportunity out in the world for like you to learn from other people. I mean, that's why I started the podcast. That's like, even in that situation, I'm like, Hey, I'm buying a camera. I hey, hit you and like five other people up. And I was like, Hey, I'm interested in buying your camera. But like, I have no idea how to use a camera. Like, what are the odds that I could just like, do lessons with you? Or like, you could show me how to use it for an hour or whatever. And, and like, there are just people out there who are like, yeah, totally. Like, I'll do that. Like, let's do it. Right. And so just getting more into that world and like, understanding like okay like for your example your whole background was in videography right and so um yeah and then all right so then a year later right it kind of like goes time goes by we're like still keeping in touch I like follow your instagrams and stuff but then a year later associated with taking a breath things loop back around you got to tell that story
1: yeah so me and parker became friends after that that uh facebook marketplace post and like parker said we've kept up with each other nothing nothing crazy we never even got the chance to meet each other in person yet so just keep this in mind like months go by we just like see each other on social media basically and then parker just calls me out of the blue one day and he's like hey man like i'm doing this i'm planning this retreat and I have this great group of guys that are going to be there. Um, all like-minded uh, individuals that are trying to like grow, personal development, have an entrepreneurial side to them. Um, and they're just we're just all young young people that are just striving to like grow and better ourselves. And we're going to have a retreat in West Virginia. Um, would you like to come? <laughs> And this was so funny because I never even met you. Yeah, Uh, I've never seen you in person, and I was just like, "Yeah, like I'm
0: down." (laughs) (laughs) He did. Let's do it. The same day we're on the same call. He's like, he's like, "Yeah, I'm in." I'm like, "Okay," and he hits me up. He's like, he's like, "Yeah," so doesn't know me as the one who's planning, it doesn't know anyone else that's coming. And he's just like, yeah, sure. I'm in. (laughs) And like, so we just whip it to, yeah, we we were in, uh, we were up in Virginia We're up in the mountains, like, and it ends up just being this absolutely incredible time. Met people like I met people on that weekend out of those 10 people that I'm still super close friends with. I got to know people that I like vaguely knew or like knew pretty well, a lot better. Um, And, uh, and yeah, so that just, I, I wanted to kick off with that story because it shows the type of person and entrepreneur that Matt is where he is the type of person who's just going to jump in and go all in. If he's saying he's going to do something, he's going to do it. And I love that about you, Matt. appreciate that, man. Dude. So tell us a little bit more about, um, both merit and sleek and simple, walk us through the journey of how one sleek and simple led to what you're doing at Campbell now, how it, how that business opened up a door. And then also what was the whole deal with merit and wanting to start an additional company kind of on the side as these things are happening? I know that's a lot of questions, but just walk us through the journey.
1: Yeah. So, um, initially I was a, uh, I'm kind of, I'm I'm gonna run through kind of like where it started um it. where I first got into videography. So initially, I was a uh, very big into sports in high school and I was a cross country runner. We talked about that. I know my man Parker ran right cross country as well. I was a runner and then I wrestled. And um, I took that pretty seriously um, my last few years of high school. And so I went all out with wrestling, um, decided to commit to a a D2 wrestling school. And, um, you know, that was my passion. That was everything I was doing. I was putting all my time and effort into that. And I ended up um, tearing my ACL at the college that I was at, ran into a big predicament with the um, athletic department. That didn't work out. I ended up coming back home to Wake Tech. And starting something I always wanted to start, which was like YouTube. And I always talked about starting a YouTube channel with my friends. And uh, they always encouraged me and said like, yeah, like if you did it, I would watch it. And so when I was back home, I wasn't an athlete, a college athlete. And for anybody that's a college athlete, you know that that takes up majority of your time. If you're not working on schoolwork, you're practicing, training, weightlifting, doing something related to your sport. So since all that free time was 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 opened up for me, I was uh able to start that YouTube channel and I just started really going into it. I was I was doing a lot of different things. I was doing I feel like these videos are kind of corny, but I was doing like the public interview videos like yes. in the mall asking people questions. I was doing comedy skits. I was doing uh montages and I was just trying to figure out like what I would do in the world of YouTube and I came across like the cinematic filmmaker videography side of YouTube. And I saw some of the big YouTubers like Peter McKinnon and, and just um just like all the, all the big name YouTubers that are um freelance videographers and in the filmmaking. And I was kind of, I started to realize like how difficult it was to make a career off of YouTube. And as I dove into the cinematic side of YouTube, I realized that, Oh, Well, as I'm trying to grow my YouTube, let me try to make videos for other people and try to maybe possibly like it's going to be a while before I can make like a a career off of YouTube. Let me try filming videos for other people. So started off very small. I was bringing my camera with me to the community college I was at at the time, Wake Tech, and um, I was just filming with my friends. Um filming with my family. My first video ever, YouTube video, I went to Disney World with my family and I was filming a video on my phone. So that tells nice. you like how far I came. And so okay. from that, it just like kept getting bigger and better. And like my friend, he made music. Like he had a show. He was like, Hey, I'll pay you $60 so you can film my show and do a recap video. And I was like, I'm on it. Nice. And then my friends of my family would be like, Hey, like I, I have this event going on. Can you film it? I'm like, I'm on it. And it just started slowly progressing from a bunch of free videos to, you know, like $25 for this video, 30, 50, 60, 70 until boom, like I'm paying, I'm getting, I'm charging by the hour. So it's like, now it's like yeah. 75 an hour to 80 an hour to, and I just started to, to, to to reap the harvest of, of what I was doing. And then wow. um, as I started to really get in line with um, Sleek, God was just really blessing me with uh, a bunch of opportunities because um, for me, I feel like there's only so much we can do as as humans. And, and God was really blessing me with certain opportunities I had no control over. And that kind of leads into where I'm at now currently with Campbell. And so I was doing pretty good with sleek and simple, but, um, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was consistent, but it was like a very, um, unknown consistency. Like I didn't know where my next shoot was going to come. I didn't have like a person I worked with that was reoccurring. Yeah. Um, it was kind of just like every month a shoot would kind of come up, but it wasn't safe enough to say like, I know every month I'm going to get a shoot. Right. So I was praying for about three months straight, just every day, like, God, if I could really have some sort of way to shoot videography and do it consistently, um, that'd be incredible. Like yeah. I was just praying for it and literally out of nowhere, I get a email from the head coach of Campbell university or, or the head coach for uh, the wrestling, yep. um, wrestling at Campbell university. And he emails me and he's like, Hey, we're looking for a social media director. Would you be able to like come down and have a meeting with me? Like my mind was blown. I thought the, uh, I thought the uh, email was fake. Um, I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, I'm like this small, I was currently working between FedEx and uh, I was just starting Merit Moving and Sleek and Simple Films. So, and I'm just like a college dropout. So I'm I'm wondering like how did this guy find me? How why does he want to work with me? Um so so yeah, so then I go down to Campbell, I meet up with the head coach. It's a great experience. I love the the atmosphere and I end up they're like, "Listen, man, we want you to be our social media director." And I'm like, "Okay, this is this is awesome. We're in." They're like, "We have to um we have to open up a application though, so you can apply. So, but he was like, once you apply, we're going to choose you. So don't worry. Like I got you. Um, I go home, I apply. He calls me back like a day later. He's like, listen, um, there was a problem. Actually, a lot of other people applied as well. And they're more qualified than you. And, um, technically we have to choose them over you because the application states that, we need you need a degree, like at least a bachelor's right. or a, so, or a yeah, bachelor's degree, I believe. Yeah. And so I was like, well, there it goes. I'm done. Like <laughs> opportunity flew by. Like I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was over at that point. But um here we go again with with God making doing things that are out of my control. So they were actually able to talk to the the like office in charge of like all the jobs at Campbell and they were able to change the application to where it was like required a degree, like preferred, they changed okay. it to a degree preferred. Right. So then that allowed me to be able to get the job. So they changed it, Dang. took the application down, put a new one up. I reapplied and then I got it. So, wow. yeah. So
0: crazy. Dude. That
1: was, that was completely out of my control. I, I give glory to God on that one. I, I, that was just like amazing that that was able to, to happen. So, well, and, uh, and, and, and
0: well, no, and like, I just love for you that you like saw that op- a lot of people would have just like let that opportunity say, like, okay, you know it landed in your inbox, right? And it would have been very easy for you to say, well, I could keep doing this. I could keep doing whatever, but instead actually saying, hey, I'm going to take full advantage of the opportunity and see it through, right? Because a lot of people get those opportunities, but they miss them because they're not looking for them or they're not, right? And and having you, like you being intentional over those months saying, you know, praying about it, thinking about it, you know, really putting your focus and attention toward that that's where I think that people can really learn from that transition for you. It's like, okay, I'm realizing that this is working, right? It's something that is out there. I'm excited about it. And I think not enough people take advantage of the opportunity to then say, well, I could do this full time, this thing that I'm passionate about, that I'm excited about. And there is this opportunity. I, I remember when we first chatted, there was, and and maybe I misinterpreted this, that you were kind of feeling that you wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur kind of indefinitely, right? I'm curious about the mind, and I, I still want to chat Merit moving. So I know that's still something we're going to talk about. But what what was kind of that shift for you when you realized like, okay, it, it is a viable and realistic option for me to be able to work full-time for this university, right? I'm curious because a lot of entrepreneurs are listening to this that are saying, hey, should I keep struggling with my freelance thing? should I let my income be kind of fluctuating based on the month or should I take a full-time job? What's your advice for them?
1: So I'm I'm, always for entrepreneurship and like owning your own business and kind of taking that route cuz for yeah. me the biggest thing is like I'm trying to reach that that part of my life where I can say I'm financially free like that's yeah. the thing that I want to reach and I feel like as entrepreneurs that's what we're all striving for we want to at least get to that point where we can say that we're financially free 100%. and so there's different ways of getting there there's not like one way to get there there's different ways and to be able to make sure that you can take your business to the next level, sometimes you're going to have to do things that, that you necessarily don't like to do. Yeah. And so for, for me, I, I did like having that freedom that I was having when I wasn't at, at Campbell yeah. because I was like fully my own, uh, freelance videographer. I was in charge of everything. Um, I, ha- I had I had to say so completely on how my videos were made, but the other thing was I wasn't getting my videos seen by thousands of people daily, yeah, and it's like the opportunity that came with working with Campbell just outweighed my I feel like it's kind of like an ego thing. Like the opportunity that came with Cam- Campbell outweighed my ego to be a solo video. Mm,
0: so whoa.
1: sometimes, yeah, sometimes we just have to kind of like, we got to get real with ourselves and realize that, you know, it is cooler to say, Oh man, like sleek and simple came from nothing. And I did it all myself. And I was solo. It- it's cool to say that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you have an opportunity to advance your business that isn't necessarily exactly how you want to do, mm. but these certain steps are going to make it just like, just going to like supercharge it that much more Yeah, then it might be. And with that opportunity being like a once in a lifetime chance, Very like true. it's, it's smart to make, to try to think you know, think things out. And if that makes sense, take that opportunity because you Mm. never know, like I could have, I could have denied the chance to, to work with Campbell and, um, that, that opportunity could maybe never go again, never come again. So it might, you know, for, a a a college dropout to work at a college full time (laughs) that doesn't come, you know, often. So, yeah, you know, I, I definitely, I definitely knew I had to take this, you know, just, just, just being here for a year, I've got my videos seen by so many different eyes. It's incredible. I got, there's this um, thing called Flow Wrestling. It's basically like the, I'm trying to compare it to some, it's like a platform for the sport of wrestling that highlights some of the biggest like stories, videos, and all that kind of stuff. It's like an ESPN for wrestling, basically. Sweet. I've had people that are like top top executives kind of thing in that, in that organization, seeing, seeing my, uh, my work, I got just wow. people from different levels that I never would imagine seeing my videos. And, you know, I had to get over myself to be able to be able to realize like, Hey, you know, it, it's bigger than me. Like,
0: yeah. you know, Yeah. So. Dang! Well, I, I love that, and thank you for sharing that because the the perspective is really valuable, and I think it's unique with where you're at. You mentioned multiple streams of income, financial freedom. So I know that's part of what played into launching merit. Let's talk a little bit there. Like, one, what made you choose the niche of like moving and bringing on the team? There, I know you're at. Uh, 17 people on the team now so just talk us through that whole journey what made you choose that business and then how how's it been to see it grow over the last year or two
1: so for me I'm a big um I'm a big like like work hard grinder kind of guy Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very I'm very I'm very big on on your health though uh physical and mental so I'm I would never tell anybody to to work to where it feels like, you know, you're in a bad mental or physical state, because that's yeah. very important as well. But I, I know what I've been through throughout my life. And I know and I understand what I can do and, and and how much I can take on without it getting too stressful for me. So for me, um, I was doing sleek, and I was working a job at FedEx at the time. And um, I felt like I had still some more time available to put towards something else. And so I was looking at things that I could do because in this day and age that we live in, there's so many different ways and and creative yeah. and interesting out of the box ways to make money that, um, you know, you can just go online and figure things out. So for me, I was on YouTube. I came across Couch Flipping and I was watching yep. this guy, a video like titled 40, making 40K a month couch flipping. And I was just like, <laughs> there is absolutely no way someone is making 40k someone's salary in a month of couch flipping and he definitely was doing it so i checked out his video i was like this is incredible i gotta give this a try so i started getting into it and i rented a u-haul and i did it i got i had a couple friends help me and uh, it was definitely possible i rented a u-haul my friend's parents had a storage unit so we we grabbed a couch put it in in his parents storage unit yeah and um I flipped the couch successfully, but I only made like, you know, maybe like 50, 60 bucks profit because right. um like U-Haul cost. I wanted to pay my friends a little money for helping me move it. Yep. But that first initial sale made me realize, like, okay, like this is this is real. This is possible. This isn't Heck like yeah. someone didn't just make a YouTube video. Like th- there is a this, there's legitimacy to this. Right. So I started realizing like, how can I actually make this? profitable and i was like okay gotta cut the u-haul price because i can't rent a u-haul unless i'm picking up like maybe five couches a day so the guy in the video even said this like you want to get a pickup truck so i was like right. you know i'm just gonna dive into this i'm gonna get a pickup truck so i ended up selling my truck to my what? um things just like worked out perfectly my brother was actually getting transitioning to getting his license and he needed a car anyway so i sold him my car took that money and money i saved up from sleek and simple films and i bought a truck and um i started flipping couches and i bought a storage unit um and so started flipping couches and i just started uh saving up more and more money and it got to the point where people were kind of like hey can you help me move just like friendly friends and stuff can you help me move a little bit of furniture from this spot to this spot i heard you got a truck i'm like sure I'm on it. And I started paying friends, help me move things here and there, started doing some junk removal jobs. Like, Hey, I got an old uh, TV stand entertainment console. Can you throw that out for me? I'm like, sure. And then that started transitioning into a business in itself. So I yeah. was just kind of like, Hey, like a lot of people are paying me to move stuff. I can kind of like make this into a company. So came up with a name, built a website. And I was just like, let's see how this goes. Created merit moving. So started off with like couch flipping initially and it transitioned into merit moving and then it just took off. And I didn't really think about this when I was starting. I didn't have the intentions on starting a moving company. I was just trying to flip couches, but it transitioned into that. And it was such a good move because of I didn't realize how big moving was needed in the Raleigh area because totally. The housing market, so many people are selling their houses, so many people are moving here. We're ranked like the best economical state in the nation right now. Right on Facebook headquarters, Apple headquarters, like so much is going on in Raleigh. Yeah, I was like, wow, like couch flipping is cool, but you know, I can build a whole moving company and it's such a needed niche right now that it just it worked out perfectly. So that's kind of how I transitioned into this. We were getting like so many moves at that point. It was like a small team of like five of my friends. And we were like, we need more people. Cause we were kind of like just killing ourselves trying to, to, yeah. to, uh, to do it between us. And I was like, we need to add more people on. So it just started slowly growing to where it's at now, where we got about 17 different people where we kind of just, you know, we schedule out moves and we get those different people on different moves and, and yeah.
0: Dude, what what's the biggest challenge you've found with balancing your time or, or biggest learning you've had balancing your time between, you know, the full-time thing with Campbell, part-time with um, Merit. And then also, I know you're still doing some film stuff personally on the side as well. What's the biggest learning you've had around managing your time?
1: Uh, man. So like the biggest thing for me um, was, and I talked to you on the phone about this kind of developing a team. Yeah. Um, because... And this is going to be a little difficult for people that are used to being solo on a lot of things, which was me. Yeah. Because with uh, doing freelance on with sleek and simple films, I was everything. Being a freelance videographer, you are the audio guy, you (laughs) are the editor, you are the cameraman, you I'm everything. And so I was used to doing everything myself and everything going through me that when I created Merit. I had that same kind of mindset. I was doing, I was in charge of all the moves. I was in charge of getting things together, prepping everything, renting out U-Hauls, managing the teams. I was in charge of all of that. And then it got to a point where I was like, I can't do this. Like, I know I want the business to be, I want when people work with merit to see Matt Mims and understand the kind of environment I want. But I was like, But that's also hurting the growth of my business. Like, Mm. There's only so much I can do. And then that's when I had to get real with myself. And I was like, okay, if I want this business to grow, I have to build a team. And then that's when I started building my team. I have about five team leads. I made a good friend of mine, my assistant director, because he's been killing it. And he's been helping me since day one. And he basically was in an assistant director position without me asking him. So he really deserved that and and he works very hard and it's been so much easier like being in control of my time and having guys that are able to to lead moves like these last few months i've been the first times i've been able to not be there for a move and Mm. i can just have my team lead lead it and just kind of let me know on the phone how things are going and customers have loved it they've they've given me great reviews they say your guys are amazing they're killing it so um yeah building that team really was a big factor
0: Totally. What, um, with the team, have you found a way, are you prioritizing like team culture? Is it more just part-time people who are kind of coming and going as they have availability? Like what's your experience been with keeping them tight and working well together?
1: So I like everybody that I work with to, I want to be friends with them. Um, So I'm very big on like kind of family friend environment. I like to have uh, dinners. Uh, I like to pay for dinners for my movers after moves or even breakfast so that they can kind of hang out, talk to each other. I want them to know who they're working with. That's cool. Um, And yeah, that's big for me. I, I tell anybody that works with our company that you can get anything you want out of this company. If you want it to be something where it's like, you just want a part-time job where you can just make a little money because you need some side money, you can do that. Yeah. If you want to really help grow a startup company and you want to get your roots in a startup company, you can do that. You want to be a director here, we can do that. Um, I, I tell people like what you want out of the company, we can make that work. So yeah. I so that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, there's some people that are there just to make a little extra extra money because they need a little extra money. There's some people there because they really enjoy the culture and environment of the company and want to help us grow to, you know, that point where we're kind of moving all surrounding cities of Raleigh and all that. So it's, that's kind of
0: how the culture works with super cool. What What's one thing that you wish you had learned as an entrepreneur, videographer, just person, what's one thing that you wish you had learned earlier that someone who's just starting out college or just starting their first company, like that they could really take away from your story and experience.
1: So um, I think that the biggest thing I wish I would have learned is that, Just the importance and the value of little steps each day. Mm. Um, Yeah. I don't think people realize how much little steps like impact something if you do them consistently. Um, Because for me, I'm at this point in my life where, um, and you probably have seen this too, where – you don't feel like, you know, you you don't feel like you're there yet, but there's a lot of people that look up to you and say like, man, like I wish I could be at where you're at and Mm. you kind of look at yourself. Like, I don't even feel like I'm like there yet. Like I'm still like, I'm still making those steps each day, but I was sitting, I actually was coming back from a move of one of my, my movers. Who's a about a year younger than me. And he was just like talking to me about all these achievements I've done. And I was just looking at him like dude that was not even that crazy of a feat you know it just started with me doing a little bit of this a little bit of that each yeah. day and he was like but dude like you're at this point you have yes. this much money saved up like if i had that much that would be like life changing for me right now and it made yeah. me realize like you know those little steps that little bit of investing each each day like created this massive like outpour that I have now, so you know, even if it's just a little bit, you know, if you're doing that each day for um, a couple hours a day, that you'll really appreciate yourself and benefit from that um, in the um, long
0: run. I love it, Matt. If people have enjoyed this conversation, they like you, they want to follow your businesses and ventures. Where is the best place to connect with you?
1: Um, I'm always on biggest platform is i'd say instagram so you can always hit me on uh dms um through any of my pages um my my instagram yeah drop some handles yeah my instagram is matt dot works so just matt m-a-t-t dot and then works w-o-r-k-s um and then from there i have all my other pages in my bio so i got merit sleek um you can see music videos from my music video page um and all that good stuff so if you go go onto my my main my personal page you can see everything else
0: boom matt so grateful to have you on today sharing your story and and life lessons and uh man i'm just pumped to know you and uh and excited for all the people that are going to be impacted by this
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Of course, brother.
0: Always. All right. Hey, and as always, you can uh, follow us at taking a breath podcast on Instagram for more clips and content, and we will see you again next time for another episode.